attendees when i say we yeah, were in a wedding it makes it sound a like grooms at, at a wedding at a wedding we were groomsmen we weren't groomsmen there were no, no groomsmen or bridesmaids for that matter but uh attendees of a wedding in hartford connecticut had never been to that town before murr i'm assuming that's a you're pretty well traveled hartford hasn't made your bucket list yet right no Hart, Hart, hartford i mean that's the only town in connecticut that anyone knows so you know if you're going to connecticut I think I've been through Connecticut. Is Connecticut on the I ninety five corridor? Yeah. Do you, do you cut through mm-hmm. it a little touch? Okay, then I've probably sure. been. I've probably seen all there is to see in that fine state. Okay, so Alan, I I don't want to go into grave detail about what Alan said because I want him to say it. What he said to me when we were on our way to lunch, but the next day, an Uber driver that took me and Sarah to a I think it was a budget rental car. Uh, uh, just outside the downtown, kind of echoed what you said. But go ahead, Alan. Give give uh, give Mer a little synopsis of what you uh, what your eyes and ears and how you were feeling when you were walking through this yeah, this no, just, it, just blooming metropolis. It's very it, it it is very eerie. It's like a uh, so I likened it to like a zombie apocalypse type shit. Like you were we were in the middle of like what seems to be like. Wes said a bustling metropolis. I don't know that anyone thinks of Hartford, Connecticut, but <laughs> look, it had very tall buildings, very nice class A office style building, but there wasn't a soul around. It was very fucking weird. And like, it wasn't just us, like everybody in the wedding party that we like piled up with or walked to a bar with or walked to breakfast with was like, this place is fucking creepy. And apparently the, the Uber driver said it. So, so yeah. Very strange. <clears throat> the Uber driver said, and Murray, do you have a question? No, uh, I just know what, I feel like I know the answer to the quandary that you guys were experiencing, but no, what did the Uber driver say? I got it, at least from the mouth of the of babes. Yeah, so he picked us up at the, uh, at, the, at, the at the Marriott, at the hotel, then it was about a, I don't know, seven minute, seven minute, six minute drive to the, uh, um, <clears throat> to the rental car spot. And he said, hey, first time here? Yeah. And he said... He, <laughs> last time, too. Uh, yeah, maybe. First time, last time. First time, last time. Maybe. Um, and he said, so those office buildings, once COVID hit and people started working remotely, just never never returned. And businesses failed. And there is really there is money. It just ha- doesn't happen to be downtown. These yeah. people just said, like pushed it out to just outside the city limits. And, he, and I was thinking about it. I walked to a CVS to get... A it was a thread puller and some Gatorades and some stuff for the next day. I had something. That, I had a piece of my uh, suit that I needed to, to chuck. So don't give me that fucking weird. I don't. I, know. I don't go. It's just. It's a random CVS. I know. I get it. I get it. I, you, you, where are you going to get a thread puller from? You going to go to the Walmart or the CVS? I get it. Right. It's fine. But yeah, nothing. Just just the nice buildings. A river that runs through. Uh, uh, an elevated walk. You know, about two or three stories up that you could kind of putz around certain parts of downtown. I was like, oh, this is kind of a cool. I know it's an old city, Connecticut. Everything up in the everything in the northeast is old, especially a town like Hartford's probably dates back at least settled in the 1600s. Probably started like building up to a city. Uh, you know, a hundred years after. I, I don't know the history all that well, but yeah, it's like Jesus. It's fucking nobody here. Nobody. Yeah, yeah. 
Uber driver stole my thunder because that's what I was going to say. That is like, that is white people central, Hartford, Connecticut. I don't feel like, I mean, tell me I'm wrong, Alan. I don't think a lot of like folks of color are like, let's get on up to Hartford. That's the I place saw some, like, I saw settle. some minorities. I saw okay. I did see you, some people. but not, no, not a lot. You're right. Yeah. It, and it felt like my Uber driver, my first Uber driver was just a middle aged white guy, and that's unusual to me. So, yeah. <laughs> I think that chat. I think that's a. I think that's a barometer. Yeah, I'm getting picked up by Pete Smith. Weird. Yeah. I was like, oh, hold on. Your name is not Amir, sir. And this is not. This is not a finance Toyota through Uber's fucking Toyota financing. <laughs> but it's it, it's seriously. I when I think of Hartford, Connecticut, I think of entitled white people, capital of the world. Uh, you've got a downtown area. I, commercial real estate is absolutely dead. Unless you're planning on putting up a bar or a bar or an Applebee's that has a bar, then there's no need to have anybody travel outside of their houses to do anything anymore. I don't, I mean, yeah, I like going to the Walmart. I feel like Walmarts now are like, I could get this on Amazon, but I actually do need it like right now to pull this thread out of my suit because it's kind of hanging a little bit. And that's the only reason that anything brick and mortar needs to exist. Are you eating something there? Are you drinking something there? Then there's no reason for it to be there. And I said this a long time ago. When I saw radio going the way it was going, like, I can do this from home. You know that, right? I can plug into the internet where we're all connected to. I don't need to come into the studio. I can just do this there. It's like, well, you know, and then you get a little bunch of blubbery, huffity-puffity, and it's like, nah, nah. Because I imagine everything that goes on in Hartford is probably like financially driven in some capacity, some sort of sales job that Alan has, you know, talked about his, you know, wonderful Wednesdays, <laughs> his, his terrible Tuesdays when there's a meeting, and then the uh, work on Fridays. So what's the point in even getting out of bed in the first place? Right. Uh, look, weeks should just be two days. It's just, should how it should be. It's not. It's not my fault. I, I, you know, I just feel like no. It's not your fault. I mean, I can be incredibly jealous, can't I? Can I not be incredibly jealous? I don't even know. I, I would. Okay, this is what sucks about. If I was a mailman in Hartford, Connecticut, I could only imagine. Homeboy's gonna be walking the entire city. Like, Brad, it totally took you five minutes to do what it took you thirty minutes about a month ago. We need to add on to you. We're gonna cut fourteen routes, and we're just gonna keep fucking giving you more shit to do. Instead yeah. of just letting me have an easy goddamn day where I just earn the same amount of money and do half the work like the rest of America and live the fucking dream, you're just going to keep tacking on and just tacking on till I fucking snap. And that's where we are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Don and Libby. Yeah, congrats. Such a, such a splendid wedding. I'll, I'll, Great venue. Yeah, yeah. Harford is beautiful. Uh, yeah. Is one it's of them from there or both? She is uh, <clears throat> not. It's like a fifteen-minute ride from yeah. downtown. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's but bird. she is from the. I think it's West Hartford is the yeah. actual address. What's so funny about it's that? Just, because like you guys are talking about how there's this whole city of nothing, and they had to split it into sections. <laughs> like yeah, just... I mean, you know, West Hartford, Connecticut, born and raised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like and she moved yeah. to Bel Air. Yeah, I mean, like you're from South Perryville, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, north the tracks uh, oh, divided okay. south, uh, east, west, and the north, south. Yeah, <clears throat> and the artifacts, the old hip hop group from the '90s, wrote a song about it. Wrong side of the tracks, you check it out. So, uh, middle class, everyone. Mer Allen and Fox, man. Mer, 
Uh, in Alan's absence last week, we had a great show. We had Irv on from Crabs in a Barrel. Uh, thank you again. Uh, but you had had this dying question. We were talking about prepping for the show. You had this dying question that you wanted to ask Alan. It's yeah. burning. I could have I could have spun this talking about Irv and their podcast, Crabs in a Barrel, you know, where they talk about some of these social inequalities that happen. And, Alan, I did want to save this for you because I heard a commercial for none other than the Banana Republic, you know, the place where you go get fucking cheaply made clothes right. for an expensive price. Yeah. And I want to ask you, as somebody whose family kind of comes from a nation that would be considered a banana republic, how is this? How has this not been canceled yet? We got look. We there's very few products that have uh, people of color on their packaging. I think you have a lot of Hispanic products that have like very beautiful like Mexican women on there. We got rid of Uncle Ben. We got rid of Aunt Jemima. We can't get rid of the Banana Republic? Is it not offensive to say that you will go into a place where the people can't afford the clothes but pay a premium price and not compensate those who make it? How has that not been canceled yet? I, you know, that's a that's a fine question, man. I, I And kudos to you when we start off there with being like, oh, God, am I, am I woke enough? No, to no. Be like, huh, should they cancel that? Uh, it's not that I want them to. It's just like, if if then, so why not? That's kind of exactly. like my line of thought here. That's it's like, we, we've gotten rid of all this other shit. Then how does this one still get to, to be a thing? Is it just that I people think... don't know what a Banana Republic is? Uh, well, yes, first of all. <laughs> in America, absolutely. And two, I think... Khakis are non-threatening. You know what I mean? Like, like fuck them. You know, just let <laughs> let them let them sell their pastel button downs. It's fine. Like, nobody, nobody dress, cares. <laughs> dress like the oppressor. Come on down <laughs> to the Banana Republic. <laughs> exactly. Do you need yeah. an outfit to go with your boat shoes? Come see us at the Banana Republic. Like, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but fair question. I appreciate that. If you're toppling a third world nation, best to wear your white linens on Sundays. <laughs> hey, and while you're traveling, dress up in Banana Republic and come to the Banana Republic and spend your money. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, I, but, but I really what I wanted to do is try to think of some other things that, you know, if we're canceling, let's, let, let's just let's just find some more shit to cancel. I mean, if we need a reason, I just, I would like to find the lobbyists that like, you know, like maybe I'm the first one to notice it. And you know, maybe there's a lot of shh going on around like, uh, I don't know, Park Avenue or the, you know, behind closed doors at wherever they're doing the Epstein yeah. parties now. <laughs> I was going to say that are there, I would venture to guess that a Banana P uh, Republic like PR team was like, all right, guys, what's the fucking plan here? Because this could go south. And we need a new name. Anybody it starts spitballing, and so yeah, it's totally possible. I think they've got a contingency plan. I I would I would think, but they wouldn't they have to move online because like I mean, like you guys said, you know, the Banana Republic in Hartford, Connecticut, it ain't ain't thriving anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean maybe is there even? I I mean I don't go to malls. Do they even still have Banana Republics? Uh, no. What the malls have now are um lots of novelty shops. And they all sell the yeah, same. <laughs> you can find pinatas uh, mixed with stuffed animals, mixed with uh, birthday cards with your name on them, but not your name. But <laughs> not right. your name, Alejandro. Like all the malls that I've been in recently are just like an amalgam of like, you know, the 
the the stalls that used to be in the center of the mall that mm-hmm. everybody just didn't pay attention to, those now occupy retail space in the mall. And it's like, oh, Jesus. Well, at least I don't have to be harassed by you as I walk by, but do you really need a store of tchotchkes? Do you really need a store of Tupac socks? Like, <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's just really thinking about the Tupac socks. I mean, you might have picked a bad example there. I'm, that's fair. Maybe maybe like a se- uh, section of a kiosk. I don't need an entire, you know, wall-to-wall type thing. I mean, I, I guess like what eyebrow braiders are in high demand now uh, walking yeah. through. I mean, the only thing I know that, okay, you know, our big mall, the, the Harford Mall, not the Hartford Mall. Um, <laughs> but you've got you've got the GameStop. You do have like the, uh, the pedicure manicure place on the corner. Uh, Macy's is actually, I feel like they partitioned off Macy's. They're like, we don't need this much space. For clothes, know what he's buying. Um, what else? Uh, that's about it. There's no food court anymore. Um, wow. One whole, like one whole wing. Somebody bought it for an indoor soccer arena. <laughs> I mean, you Shit. don't go to the mall for indoor soccer. So I don't know. I just feel like a lot of these places should just like knock down all the connecting walls and just create like just pimping ass nightclubs. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know if I'd go, but I mean, for the twenty to. I don't know, thirty-year-old crowd. I mean, that that would be a pimping yeah. thing. You've already got, you've already got the whole parking lot atmosphere. You got this giant. You could just set up like, you know, rave in one room. You could do country western yeah, in another like room, a, like a party block type situation. Yeah, down yeah. in Ocean City, go karts yeah. in another one where you can drink and drive. Exactly. Sign a waiver. Put a helmet on. Maybe a bounce house in one adult yeah. adult bounce house. You're fucking with a, with a barf corner. With a barf corner. Hold on, yeah. we need to back up a second here. I am digging this drunk go kart track thing. Is there any? Okay, we okay. We'll have to ask our legal counsel. But <laughs> is there any waiver? Is yeah, I'm sure there is. But you can sign dude, waivers. Waivers get by liability. I'm I'm sure like liability insurance is is out the wazoo for something like this. Yeah. But let's just let's suspend belief for a little bit and say it's feasible, reasonable. Okay, let's say we, you know, pad up the cars, nice, nice and pretty. Maybe you got to wear like one of those like sumo suits that you wear right. when you run. There's a governor other. on them, but you, you do the that. old wink, wink, and you say, "This is how you, this is how you bypass that governor." <laughs> yeah, but but I've, that would be fucking great. I would enjoy the shit out. Maybe make the tracks like really narrow, you know, like so you can't like uh, Dale Earnhardt yourself on the way past. Hmm. Think you could do like a, a small ramp, not a big one, but a small one. Maybe you could no. be like, no, no, because no, I don't even think sober you're you're accomplished in that mission. Yeah, no, that's a bad idea. Okay, yeah, hey, I mean, yeah, that, okay, it, they, I'm glad you like the idea. I didn't think it was going to take, but your your eyes lit up. You're like, yeah, look at that. Well, I've always had this dream of creating, you know, like on your license, they have restrictions, like if you wear glasses, they'll put on like must wear corrective lenses, all that yeah. shit. I have always wanted to do a license course where you set it up on a Saturday or a Sunday. You got to have a designated driver, and you keep taking the driver's test. One beer. All right, I'm ready, officer. You get in with him. You do the test. Two beers. Okay, here we go. Four beers. Holy shit, this guy's eight. This guy's eight deep. He's fine. All right, all right, Mr. Fox. I got to tell you something. The cop that pulls you over for this one, he's gonna have a. 
a hoot of a story to tell his partner. There you go. And you got like a you got a full case of Heineken. Like uh, you're Heineken restricted. As long as you yeah. have it down to twelve pack, you're safe to drive. Like between point one two and point one five or something. Like yeah, yeah. See, <clears throat> I want to backtrack a little bit because what I was going to say was, and I know this is boring, and this is this doesn't you know get Murr's eyes lit up. This doesn't have great conversation pieces like drunk go-kart or what'd you say, a drunk bounce house, which is a mm. fabulous idea, by the way. I was going to say in a mall, if you're going to do something like this, the infrastructure is already there. You have duct work, you have air conditioning, you have bathrooms, you have electricity, you have a, you have power grids and circuits that can likely, you know, uh, uh, feed these types of fantasy driven things that we have going on, but, uh, and the parking, you know, which which is uh, it's a, so you have the infrastructure. So yeah, man, fucking gut JC Penney's and make a goddamn rope swing. Uh, <clears throat> gut Macy's and make some sort of dirt goat track. Goat track, yeah. Uh, or, 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 okay. I was gonna say uh, uh, race track or go karting, but you could also have a petting zoo with goats as well yep, if you, you could want. Have a goat, you could have a goat racing track, goat races. Where you can gamble, you can bet. <laughs> you get some Cecil County citizens a little drunk and send them to the petting zoo. There might be a little more heavy petting going on. You know what I, I mean? I think what we're saying right. is that society just needs to think outside the box. There's no reason that fucking, you know, Central Americans should be cockfighting out back of a fucking Latin American restaurant. You could do it in a mall space. Thank you. Make, mm-hmm. make it safer. You could do that in the former Banana Republic. Yeah. Right. Oh. <laughs> Don't even change the fucking sign. Yeah. <laughs> you have the infrastructure built in. Banana Republic. <laughs> just add a little a little drop-down banner that says cockfighting. And that's it. Wah, fucking wah. All right. Eat your heart out, investors. You got three fucking hey, we can really primed-up gentlemen. Day. Wes said duct work. All I thought was the diehard experience, man. We'll let you crawl around with the Zippo. See what happens. (laughs) (laughs) Your your admission includes a wife beater. (laughs) Right. And you could, and for for an extra fee, you can walk on glass with your bare feet. That's right. We'll even hire a feisty German man to yell at you over radio. (laughs) His name is Hans Pooper. (laughs) Wait, so hold on. Um, I think I read somewhere that by the gift of Hollywood that that him crawling around through ductwork like that's just not not realistic. No, they're, they're not it, that big. It would fall. Okay, no, was no. It, it just wouldn't hold up. I thought that, I thought it was too small. It, like you no, couldn't get a full grown man. It's like too that. narrow. I guarantee there's at least it's like a couple narrow. sections in there that might be big enough to get it's your shoulders in. But yeah, it's gonna okay. narrow down. Otherwise, you would just. It's like like okay. Have you ever had? Have you ever tried to blow through like a? This is the dumbest question, and I know it, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Have you ever tried to blow through like a toilet paper roll? Like, you can't get any air pressure, so there would be no reason to put something that wide into a building. No air is going to flow. You need well, pressure. That no, maybe no, but there are sections plenty big enough, but they ain't fucking that heavy. They're not. They're not made out of fucking like solid steel. You know what I mean? So the things that support them also don't support that much weight because they don't need to. So they right. you would just fucking fall out. <laughs> yeah, you're you're not uh, you're you're not fail safing that for the weight of a human being on the offhand yeah. chance that they're like crawling no. through one, right? Just yeah. for a redundancy, if you will. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, but... you know what we should do? Use these very expensive anchors and screws to fucking hold down this half pound fucking piece of ductwork. <laughs> 
Okay, well, I will say in John McClane's defense, if I do have a gaggle of Austrian terrorists firing machine guns at me and I find a crawl space, I'm going there. You know, I'll, I'll take my chances. That's true. Yeah, that's fair. We just need to find an Alan Rickman lookalike. Oh, that's you're still on the the John McClane experience. That's fine. We'll build duck <laughs> yeah. work that can support a human, and we'll, we'll have you go in there, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, the, we could we could build it. <laughs> yeah. I just say it's not built that way. We could, we could even. I bet you we could find a loophole because it's in duct work that's not connected to the building where they could smoke. McClane smoking cigarettes that whole movie. That's you know? also true. Yeah, and that's how he figures out who Hans Gruber is. By the way, when you watch it again, and he shares the cigarette with Clay, he holds the cigarette like this, doesn't hold it like that, and that's how he knows and unloads the gun. Mm. Mm. That's something that'll be lost in this generation of pussies who don't inhale fucking toxic smoke into their lungs. You'll never know how to figure out who a German fucking terrorist is if you ever get fucking caught in that situation, bitches. Clay, that's that's the guy in the front, right? No, the, he, that's the, his fake name. He he looks up at the board real quick and just like grabs a name. Ah, uh, right, right, right. Bill right, right. Clay. <laughs> uh, all right. We are going to get to uh, a BuzzFeed. We we did so well with our last list here. We're going to get to another one, and this is. Uh, uh, I've rounded up. Uh, I've rounded up nine situations. I think we've all been in before, and I want to know if you found them awkward. All right. Did you guys have a chance to read these, or are we just flying off the cusp here? I've I've read a few of these in the past, but like, look, I find most situations awkward. I find this awkward. I find, you know, pretty much everything I do in my life moderately awkward. Scale of one to ten, everything's a two. That's my base. It's like it's always a chance for rain. You know. Yeah. There's always a chance. There's always a chance for anxiety. Absolutely. A lot of this shit was not awkward for me. I'm sure it's not. You're also moderately a sociopath, Alan. I've noticed that over the years. <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> uh, coming to number one, making... Well, I actually, this is no uh, particular order. It's just listed yeah. one through nine. Making eye contact with someone you don't know. Yeah, no oh, problem. God damn. Easy peasy. <sighs> I mean, I can do it. I can do it because I'm a good actor, all right? I just act like it's not bothering me. But hmm. deep no, inside... Can't do it. I can't do it too long. Like, there's a threshold. But yeah, it's fine. Sorry. What's your th- okay? What's your threshold? I don't know. I think it's like it's probably like the rhythm of like a, a standard handshake. So like I think a f- I feel like a standard handshake is like a one, two, three. You know, kind of look at each other. Hey, how's it going? My name's Alan. If I'm introducing myself, or like, hey, how's it going, buddy? How you been? And then like looking in your face, and then we're done. And then we can kind of look around and talk about whatever. Like. But if you're like still fucking staring at me as we're still talking, yeah, that's we're we're into deep territory. So it's okay. like three, four seconds. Yeah, okay. that's a lifetime there. That's why I'm so I'm glad I work outside because I keep the sunglasses on. And it's weird because I I use it to practice. I'm like, all right, just pretend they think you're looking at them, and I do. I'll I will actually make full eye contact, and then I find myself daydreaming and judging them. So I try not to do it too long. But if I have the glasses off, I'm just like, oh, I'm squirming on the interior, man. I just can't. I, I mean, I can do it. But again, I'm playing like a wrestling character. Like, this doesn't bother yeah. me at all. <laughs> like, sometimes, like, the guts are going to fly out. 
I'm not going to lie. Most of the time when I make awkward contact with a with someone I don't know, it's probably because I'm just looking at, a, at an attractive woman and she happens to look at the, see me looking at her. I'm like, oh, oh, oh yeah, what, what I'm looking. Just happened to be looking in that direction and you were there. Uh, but at, like, uh, <laughs> it comes to some time and it happened twice in the airport this weekend where I was looking, looking at someone who had something, some sort of facial disfiguration and they saw me looking at them. I'm like, oh, no, no, one, one. Wasn't, wasn't looking at that. Wasn't looking at that. I felt bad because that's that's fucking rude. It is. But I do have a and I, wa- I wasn't staring. I wasn't staring, by the way. Okay. So you were gawking. I looked for a couple seconds and they saw me looking. <laughs> so what would you call it? It's like, it's like geeking. Oh, a once over. Oh, uh, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> you know what I do? And, and again, you just heard how bad I am at just general, like, pleasant eye contact. I will then not break eye contact, and if they're still looking at you, like, what are you looking at? Kind of lean your head to the side and act as though you're looking beyond them, and then you can kind of just, that way you're not, like, getting caught. It's like, so, like, let's just pretend the camera's doing it right now, like, uh, and then you go back to whatever it is you weren't doing anyway. Interesting. So you have almost a fail-safe or a way out or a John McClane through a uh, duckwork uh, scenario for all these situations. Well, yes, uh, at the beach, like if Maria is sitting there with me, and I, you know, maybe, I, maybe my eyes catch a glimpse of an ass that looks really nice and delightful, and I'm looking at it, and she notices I'm looking at it. I don't, not, I don't stop looking. I just keep looking in that direction, and I wait for that person to then get out of my eye line, and I continue to stare in that direction that's, without moving my eyes. And then when she's like, "Oh, okay, he was looking at something else. Couldn't have been that." He was just zoning off into the horizon. Exactly. Yeah, he was just yeah. enjoying the waves crashing on the beach, like every other white-blooded, red-blooded American. But inside yeah, gotcha. my mind, it's like a, it's like a beautiful mind. There's calculations happening. Like mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out how to make sure this scenario plays itself out the way I want it to. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Uh, when a stranger asks you for directions, yeah, not a problem. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't find that awkward at all. I like being presented with a challenge where I become the person that's in the position of power. And once you've asked me for directions, you've already placed yourself below me, and now I'm your savior. So I start working off of a god complex. And I also, in my mind, go, like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to use the same phone that you have, but apparently I'm just much better with it than you are. Because why are you asking me? These days. Like, I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you asking me that? Yeah, yeah, see, Mar, I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna tell me. I just keep giving directions, and when the person asks, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm talking to the guy behind you. I'm giving them directions. <laughs> I'm trying to get out of this." <laughs> you know, the guy with the thing on his face, <laughs> the burn victim. Yeah, that guy. Uh, trying to make conversation with the cab or rideshare driver. I guess in this case, Uber or uh, Lyft. No, nah, I'll do it. I mean, if uh, he asks me a question, I'll answer it. But I am, I've known people that are not comfortable with silence. I'm fine with it. I'm like, totally we ha- fine with it. We have a transactional relationship going on mm-hmm. here. I need a ride and you're giving it. We don't have to talk about it. Just get me there. Yeah. I'll feel it out, though. Like, I, I might fly some, throw a flyer to the driver's way. And if it's a one, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They don't want to talk. So. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll shut the hell like up and I'll get something interesting that I'm willing to talk about that I see on them, like, then I'll chat about it. Or I'll, like, I'll, like, fucking West said. But why? Are you guys going to make friends with them? Like, I don't, I don't understand that. I don't know, just because I'm probably talking to him in that moment. Like, or just feeling like socializing. 
I don't know. I'm not yeah. a fucking weirdo. I talk to all my fellow humans. Uh, I mean, I'll talk to you, but again, like, 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 there like, like the they're that I'm just like, nah, I'm good. I mean, I get it. Like, if they're wearing a Ravens hat and you're in Hartford, Connecticut, you're like, oh, you're, you're Ravens fan? I get that. Because then you can make the time go by. But if it's like, oh, is that a Banana Republic shirt? <laughs> like, <laughs> why? Yeah, like, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't do that. So that's my, that's my point, though. If it was like a scenario like that, yes, I would talk to him. But like, you know, fucking Tony, who picked me up at fucking Hartford this time, didn't talk to that guy. Nothing to talk about. He was playing very odd, like, fucking, like, early 2000s female pop hits. It was just, it was like Vanessa Carlton and then Christina Aguilera. It was just in a row. I was like, this is weird. And, and you're kind of a creep for listening to this, I think. <laughs> and then Creep came on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, but why? But why do I do it? I don't know. I, I just again, just I'm a friendly guy. Yeah. So I'm not. But I don't make conversation out of nothing. Yeah. I will kind of if they ask me how my night's going or what's going on, I'll give them. You know, and then then if the conversation uh, matures or gravitates towards a natural state, then I'll I'll go with the flow. But if it doesn't, yeah, it's okay. No worries. I'm not awkward. I, I'm not awkward. Who said I was awkward? I'm not <laughs> awkward. I don't feel awkward. Yeah. I don't feel awkward. Yeah. I no. I just I would prefer to just like, hey, how you doing? Good. Good. So I'm headed up to uh, the hotel. Yep. You know where it's at? Yep. All right. Cool. Mm. You need directions? <laughs> I can help you with that one. <laughs> um, and don't look at me through your rearview mirror. I was looking at you. Um, so I can't, this next one, I couldn't figure out if it's, are, are you feeling awkward if someone else does it or do you feel awkward if you do it? I guess the answer is both to yes because i think this is ridiculous having to put change in your wallet while people wake behind you okay put it in your pocket first of all you thank fucking you. moron thank you okay yeah alan go ahead here because i'm sure you don't haven't carried cash in like a decade at this point uh well yeah you're right i don't carry cash um also i don't really have a wallet uh per se so this doesn't affect me yeah i just put it in my fucking pocket where i put it in my fucking bag that i have on me and that's it it's gone. So, yeah, I don't really have this issue, and I never really did because fuck you behind me. I don't I don't care about your time. I'm on my time. So, fuck you. Yeah. But, but there's, yeah. but there's yeah. ways you can funnel it in quickly yeah. and fold it naturally. Not I agree. You know, first of all, a lot of people who do this, grown men especially, they still have a Velcro wallet, which is fucking weird in general anyway. But... But, but I just I, I I witnessed it this this weekend this Monday morning coming back from Boston because again I I, I left Hartford and went to Boston to catch the Orioles game on Sunday. Um, a woman at the Dunkin' Donuts in Logan International Airport, uh, mind you, the line is a fucking mile at this uh, point. Yeah, but you're in Boston. Well, eight forty eight forty. No, I. I I waited patiently. I'm next in line, okay? And they, they quickly hit the enter button for the order. She said, oh, I also wanted a thing, a cup of hot water. Oh, it's a dollar. Okay, so she breaks out. She's got to just pay in cash. Yeah. Tax is a dollar, seven. So then she's got to break out the pocketbook, oh, open it up, me. counts the exact change, do, 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 has to count it again. Then she's a little bit short. She's like, oh, can you break a dime? She's like, yeah, we can break whatever you want. Absolutely. And then, then she has to put break the four cents or th three cents in back in her pocket, then back in and da-da-da. It's like, oh, my God. 
Yeah, that's Fucking just, yeah, hell. that, well, and see, you know what I hate about that is that that person feels no anxiety, no pressure, no awkwardness, <laughs> none of this stuff, none of the anxiety, all, I feel all of it all the time, I'm anxious waiting for you to fuck, I'm like, if I'm the second one in line, I'm worried about all the people that are now behind me, it's almost like speeding up my order that hasn't even happened yet, then I'm like, alright, I gotta yeah. go double time now, cause this bitch just fucking, whew, she tacked on another 45 seconds, ooh, I gotta shave that down a little. Yeah, I can hear the angry passengers behind me grunting, yeah. piss it off, Look, whining. If you put that money in my hand, this is what I do. And then yeah. just shove my fist into my left yeah. pocket, and I walk away. When I get to my car, I pull it out, straighten it, do all the other stuff that I would do that's not what that woman did, and then go mm-hmm. about my life. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Then that's fine. And- well, I sat there, and I, I slammed my iced coffee in record time, and <laughs> fucking... Got amped up. And one of my favorite things to do now, you know, that I have, you know, look, I'm not rich, but hey, I can, I can, I can spare some change. So if I went and change back, I'm like, you can keep the change. Just give me the bills. I don't even, I don't even want that shit in my pocket anymore. So I let I, them have it. I let their register go over by 80 cents at the end of the day. Legitimately mm. used to throw coins away. That's <laughs> like, I don't want these. <laughs> God. What's well, to make up for all the stealing that you do at the grocery store from the self checkout <laughs> line? Right. <laughs> all the, all the, the weight you've you've uh, fucked up on the produce section. Um, so this one, if I'm in this person, and they use they use uh, your your mom <laughs> mom jokes as an example, but it could be anyone, anybody that you're with, uh, spouse, girlfriend, buddy, uh, whomever. But standing at a grocery line counter after again your mom leaves because she forgot something. Uh, yeah, if I'm if I'm at the cart or whatever I've you know, but let's just say it's a hand basket or anything, and I'm at the checkout line and someone's behind me, yeah, I feel I feel awkward as fuck. Yeah, mm, yeah, I, I mean, a little. I, I, yeah, well, how, yeah, but I mean, like, I'll usually just I've leaned over and been like, hey, just ring it up slow. Like that's my usually my my game plan. Just what do you send William on a fucking. Goose chase, no, spread your ass down. You know aisle. what? I'm the goose chase guy because, like, if Marie's like, "Oh, I forgot the bread," I'm like, "All right, I know where the bread is. Just start doing this thing. I'll be right back." And I will literally, I will take off in full sprint through a fucking store. I don't give a shit. I'll fucking like Herschel Walker, fucking stiff arm an old lady into yeah. the fucking perfume counter if it comes down to it. I'm getting the goddamn bread, and it's because I know how she's gonna feel if all the shit gets rung up and I'm not back yet. So I go, I get, and I come back. And I don't have to be the one. Again, now I'm in control. I'm the captain now. I'm giving the directions. Wow. Got it. So what? Go ahead, Alan. Sorry. No, I I mean, I used to, I guess, when I was, like, a kid and I hadn't really been, like, the one to, to make the purchase at that time. You know what I mean? Like, but, yeah, once I got to, like, teenage years, I became the runner. So it didn't really affect me. And then... Yeah, no, not really. It just really depends. Like if you're going, if you're going back because you forgot something and you kind of know where it is and you're going, you're beelining and coming right back. I don't think it's that big of a deal. But it's when bitches like they're like, oh, well, didn't buy enough of these to use the coupon. Let me hold on. I gotta go get three more ginger ales. (laughs) That's the shit to be getting. I'm like, look, get your cheap ass the fuck out of here. Beat it. Like (laughs) that's the kind of shit that gets me. I will say one time, and this is a good cheat code for anybody out there. Like, let's say you forgot one item, and you say, and you know exactly what you forgot. You say, "Listen, I forgot the twelve-ounce bag of hers potato chips. Can you just go ahead and punch that in 
and then I'll go get it, show it to you before I leave, and they can go in and type in the little SKU number and just punch you up one, and then you go and you grab it after you've bagged everything and just leave it at the end of the fucking, in the, in the cart. And then you just go get it and be like, hey, this is all I got. I didn't steal anything. And you throw it in the vet and you go. That's an ideal. That's an ideal situation. If the teller happens to know that, yeah, sure. This is a. <clears throat> I had this happen to me not too terribly long ago. Uh, the Q or the, the QR code, but the barcode was was folded up in a way where it couldn't get scanned. Uh, and then the teller said, I, I, "I'll just go and get you another one." And she walked out. Oh, and so I so I waited. I was like, "Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst because now you're at their mercy." Yeah. Yeah. And this, and I, I love when they someone stopped off. and someone stopped in the grocery store and asked her for directions. Yeah. And she was like, "Oh, I'll help you exactly. out here. I don't feel awkward at all." See, I've had something like that happen too, where I was more than willing to be like, "I'll just get it next time," but they already left the register and started on their way, and it's like, "Fuck." Yeah. I, I you know what? I don't need that pork loin. Forget it. Fuck it. Yeah. yeah. Just keep I'm, going. I, I'm making it tomorrow. I'll come back. It's all. Fi- it's fine. <laughs> Seven dollars. Don't worry about it. Man. Keep the change. <laughs> nice. This is uh. So, again, they use a spe- very specific type of situation. I think you could insert class for any type of large social gathering that's, uh, where, where most people are silent. But when you've been coughing a lot in class and you have to hold it in, I mean, nah. movie. You I'll know. just leave. Yeah, yeah, well, exactly. I would just get up and walk out. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I feel I more more awkward when I'm like opening up the candy thing. I'm like <laughs> I usually wait for a, you know like a loud thing during the the previews. I just start coughing uncontrollably. <laughs> 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 right in the back of it. Maybe that squeeze one, a fart out too. That's another one you can do by the way if you really think you're going to make a complete ass of yourself trying to open up just walk out the door. Mm-hmm. Open it. Walk back inside. Walk back in. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I paid for my ticket. I don't want to miss the previews. There's some good stuff coming up in the next few months. So I don't know I'm going to go Son of a bitch. Yeah, or just, yeah, just open it efficiently. Like, I think that's the problem. People get all nervous, and then they open it like a shit bag because they're or, like, like, just fucking open the goddamn thing. Well, yeah. Sometimes they make that wax paper with a lot of adhesiveness, Dude, man. But you got to open it quick. Everybody tries to go yeah. the slow motion, like where they're trying to like peel open each fucking piece of glue at its fucking molecular level. Like, just boom! One just time. Yeah. yeah. Open yeah. it hard. Commit. Or buy box candy at the movie, you fucking heathen. Like, they don't do that for Sour Patch Kids. They don't what? do that for Sour Patch Kids. Grow up. <laughs> <laughs> well, the worst for me is I'll put two Diet Cokes in my pockets, and so then... There's no but there's no cans at the movie theater, so it's so it's like all of a sudden I'll just wait. And it's like, and then I'll look around like somebody else did. It, like who 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 brought the outside food and beverage in? Oh, what an God. asshole! That's the best man. You smell that, you smell is... a cheese steak in the middle of your. <laughs> they sell Big Macs up front. I swear. Holy shit. Is it there was a uh, the movie theater we used to go to a lot in Glasgow, Delaware, across the street from it was a, a and by not the street but across the uh, parking lot there was a uh, a grocery store that had a sale by weight candy thing, and my dad was like, "Fuck it, just <clears throat> you guys load up." Uh, the deal was most of it was around the same. Uh, either per pound or per half pound so you could mismatch stuff mm-hmm. but if if you if you if you didn't and there wasn't like an official anyway 
I don't know. We were seeing some some fucking movie in the mid '90s, probably Rumble in the Bronx or some dumb shit like that. Hey. And I loaded up. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I loaded up and just couldn't help myself. Just, just said, "Oh man, Eminem, Swedish Fist, Sour Patch Kids, uh, Snow Caps, uh, Mike and Ike's, Hot Tamales, all in the same bag." And yeah, my dad's like, "That's great." Where are you going to put that thing? And I looked down, not realizing my dumb ass had loaded up like a pound and a half of fucking candy. I was like, oh, shit. I don't know what I did. I don't even remember. I, did, I, I know I took some into the movie theater with me. Maybe like it was maybe change. I had to throw it out in the parking lot. Just crying. You shoved that right down, right down your nether region, man. Socks. You make, you make it work. <laughs> back, back pockets. Just loose candy in a pocket, man. That's what you do. Just put a bunch in my mouth like a chipmunk. Like, mm, nope. <laughs> this is how I am, naturally. I think now that I've gotten older, too, I realize that the people that are, quote-unquote, running the movie theater do do not get paid enough to give a shit about what you're smuggling no. into that fucking place. No. 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 You're absolutely right. Uh, when you're playing with your phone and a random kid, again, I, it could be anybody, but in this case, they say a random kid is watching over your shoulder. I mean, I don't watch a lot of porn in public, so whatever yeah. you, you want to check it out, buddy, watch away. Yeah. It's a natural pet peeve of mine to, to have anybody watching over my shoulder when I do anything. Read, uh, <clears throat> stare at my phone, computer screen, anything. I, it's, it's natu- I don't feel awkward. I get more agitated than anything. Is agitation a shade of awkwardness? I think so. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Because I don't. I don't I don't really care. Like, I mean, unless I'm like typing my credit card information into something, I don't really like, look away, champ. I mean, if it, if this is exciting for you, well, ooh, ooh boy, watch me, watch me scroll through the Drudge Report. Here we go, more headlines. <laughs> yeah, I agree. You don't. It doesn't. It does, it doesn't you don't care. It doesn't. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You guys are cut from a different thread. <laughs> fuck you. Uh, when you're taking a test and the teacher looks at the paper and watches you work. Now, see, that's a different saga right there. Because yeah, I feel like... Uh, the, I, yeah, that that because it sounds very similar to what you said about the phone. But there's something about people... I don't know, man. It makes you fucking nervous. Especially when you're trying to, like, take a test. Like, where you're trying to, like, figure out information. You know what it is? It's the judgmental nature of, like, what they're fucking doing. They wouldn't be watching you if they weren't judging you. And anytime you're being judged, like, either, you know fold under the pressure or you rise to the occasion so don't fucking stand over my goddamn shoulder you dumb bitch yeah yeah why don't you just make eye contact with me like a normal fucking human that is you're right though i the teachers that like uh again we're speaking in terms that are like like inching towards like 25 years to 20 depending upon for me it's 20 plus years now like so i haven't taken a lot of tests in the last couple decades but i always felt when that happened, I thought in my mind, there's 18 people, other 18 other humans in this fucking classroom. Go look at their shit. What's, why is mine so fucking fascinating? I know I'm failing. Don't look at me anymore. Dumb bastard. You're the shitty teacher. I also feel like there's the implication that you're cheating or something. You know, you're trying to get away. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's yeah. like, fuck you. What are you doing? I'm going to fail this either way. <laughs> so you can stand there and watch <laughs> me do it. Or you can just let me do it on my own. Just stare. Nope. Just nope. make eye contact. No problems with it. <laughs> don't, really, don't, don't really care. Have you ever I felt just, awkward in your fucking life? It's just like, uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, sometimes, but rarely. 
and that's one of those things like you you want to watch me slaughter this test you fucking used your professional acumen to put together here you go it's a 90 something go ahead and grade it for me yeah it is a 90 something all right see you tomorrow yeah. Bye. I mean, I mean, look, I, I mean, there's certain things I'm confident at. If you want to, like, I remember we played darts a lot at the bar, like, and, and one friend in particular would like to get his nose right up against my fucking cheekbone and stare at me while I was trying to hit a fucking bullseye. And I, in those situations, I'm like, fine, you want you yeah. want to get a closer look? Go for it, champ. Here it comes. Boom. Sucking balls. Now give him a five dollars. But like, with something like that, yeah, I can't. No. Yeah. Take it no t- no more tests. F it. Uh, yeah. Finally, when you have, when you have to think of an order on the spot in front of a cashier at a restaurant, yep. that's on the fucking like. So you're talking about like a waiter or waitress like just standing at there like like. Are you ready to order? Is that, well, is... they they, they had they the JPEG or photo that they gave us for this is someone at a fast food joint, but we could. Tomato, tomato. It could be either or, in my opinion. I do get rather anxious, like if I'm in line and I'm in a restaurant I've never been to before, and you get up to the counter and it's like, ah, fuck. Like I'm just gonna pick something off the board. Yeah, I do get a little. I do get pretty squirrely in that scenario, where it's like it's my turn. It's a lot about the change. Like just shove yeah. it in your pocket. So just pick something, and I may not even. I don't even like tuna fish, but I'll take the tuna melt. <laughs> it's the first thing my eyes saw. I can't get away from it. No, uh, no, nope, not a problem. I, I was, at, I mean, okay, I I was at a pretty famous ice cream joint in Ocean City uh, a handful of weeks ago, and the the the, the menu is overwhelming, mm-hmm. and I was a little bit drunk, and I knew that <clears throat> I, it's one of those things. I see the line dwindling. People are just firing off orders, and these people are fucking pumping out orders, and I I just I wanted to make a good selection, and. Get up front, and I'm like, oh, shit, I don't know what I want. <laughs> There's like a fucking million people behind me, and I did feel awkward. But <clears throat> every, everything's good there, though, so there there is that. But, yeah, it's Dumpsters, by the way. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Yeah, you we heard of that place. Yeah. yeah. You figured that one out? Yeah, we figured that one out. Okay. <laughs> All right. No, that one's – look, uh, with that one, I'm pretty – I'm not very picky. Like – I don't think food wise. So like I can usually find something on basically any menu and there's always staples, right? I feel like no matter where you go, there's, uh, you can look at like, if you're at an Italian place, you can fucking pick an Italian dish. that's usually fucking solid for you and it's not going to let you down. You know what I mean? So like, mm-hmm. I don't really feel pressure in that situation at all. If anything, I feel more pressure when you're like, Hey, we got 72 beers on tap. Which one do you want? And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what kind of beer do you have? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's probably worse. But, Which, yeah, but the other shit's fine. But you know what? I actually ran into a scenario like that. I went to a, a like a local, a local brewery where they, you know, and you, you're not aware of what the beers are. And it's like, okay, what do you want? I'm like, and I just straight up said to the waitress, like, I just want something, I want something kind of hoppy, but I don't want it to be super heavy. And I, she's like, oh, do you want, I was like, I don't care, bring me something in that category. You can tell me what it is when it gets here. Like, I'm okay in those situations where if I have no clue, but I, I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh, I went and I got, a, I got somebody a gift card to this, like, Mission Barbecue place in, in Bel Air. And it's one of those classic, like, barbecue joints where they just do, like, the crate paper and a tray. But it's like mix and match all of your menu items. And it's like, ah, uh, oh, uh, ah, uh, what? Fuck. 
rib by the rib, rib by the slab. I don't know. Like, I wouldn't even, so I've, I've never, I haven't been back. I was like, I'd like to eat here, but I don't know how. <laughs> was it actually Mission Barbecue? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's very easy, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you look up there, and it's yeah. got, like, all of these, like, it's got, like, I don't know, 50 fucking options. Man, and just pick, pick your proteins, pick your sides. That's it. It's yeah. like, I know there are various options to how much, but that's just quite, like, how hungry are you? Do you want rack? Do you want a single rib? You know what I mean? Um, how much is one rib? <laughs> <laughs> Not, not enough. Two, I can tell you that two, much. $2. Well, tell us about some of the things that make you awkward, middle class holes nation. Christ, I feel awkward <laughs> saying that because it's so fucking stupid. Not a middle thing. class holes nation. <laughs> Hold on. Before we move on, I do want to say, and I don't know if this falls into the awkward category, but it makes me feel awkward when I see it. Can can you can you dumb bitches stop leaning over in photos? Like I, I, I see like I like looking at people's vacation photos and you know look, I'm a short guy, and so if I'm standing next to Wes, here's the thing that's never happened. Wes has never gone <laughs> next to my head, like to make himself the same level as me. Like he's like, no, you just put your arm around the guy. So what? Wes is six inches taller than me. It, everybody knows. Who are you fooling? In the era yeah. of the digital camera where we're not cropping goddamn anything, you just look like a fucking moron with your stupid flip-flops on, and you've got half your ass hanging out, your skirt looks all weird. Yeah, you look great from the tits up, but you look like an idiot from the fucking uh, nipple down. So stop doing that. Just done. We're done with that. Yeah. Please. And never have I, never have I ever, <clears throat> if I'm turning sideways or, or like, you know, cat a corner, lift my front leg up, like cockeyed, <laughs> to make a V out of it. Like, ew. never, never you know done what? that for a photo with with my boys. From now on, ten we actually do that. We should. I really want to do that. I just like me and Alan will stand on each side, and then you have to hunch over in between us. And you guys, front legs. If we're, whoever's on my left, the right legs up. Whoever's yeah. on my left, right legs up. Okay. What if we? Uh, what if because we're both short, like Wes, you get in the center, and we turn sideways and put a hand on your chest. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like. Is that is that a feminist thing? Uh, I think women do that. They like, you know, they do the little turn. I gotta find yeah. the pose. I'll show, I'll show it to you. Yeah, I gotta take a peek at that. Yeah. All right. Awkward. Very much. All right. I hope there's no awkward fun facts and fun fact Friday. I hope it's all just, you know, just run of the muck, normal human act, human interaction. No, no eye contact. Nobody asking for directions. No change. No menu orders. No fucking weird photos with women. All right. Let's hear it. All right. Well, I guess we're just going to have to throw this away here, but let's get to it. Your five fun facts for you fuckers on a Friday brought to you, of course, by our good friends over at the Shin Splints Recovery Group. Brand new member to the Shin Splints Recovery Group. He has a little pain below the knee right at about the ankle. Aaron Rodgers, brand new member of the Shin Splints Recovery Group. He's going to be recovering for quite some time. Uh, is it saddening you guys in any capacity that that may, in fact, be the last snap that guy ever fucking takes in the National Football League after such a storied career? Nah. Alan, of course not. You don't, You hate life and people. No, I just don't care about Aaron Rodgers. Like, I'm not a Green Bay Packers fan. Like, yeah, he's, the guy's probably a Hall of Famer if he maybe just won another fucking Super Bowl. He is a Hall of Famer. Yeah, <laughs> first ballot. First he ballot. Is. I know. Uh, but, like, 
Fucking, yeah, I just don't, okay, it sucks. I called it, as a matter of fact. I told you guys pre-show. <laughs> I was sitting there being like, this guy went through warm-ups and was like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't want to do this. What, look at me. I'm in a Jets uniform, for Christ's sake. What have I done? And fucking, he went out and hurt, him, hurt himself. I, I think you misinterpret his demeanor. I think that Aaron Rodgers' demeanor is like, this is this any other day? It's any other day of the week. I, if he, you know what it is? Aaron Rodgers is used to having people look over his shoulder and and watch him take his test. And I really think he wanted to show the fucking Green Bay Packers like that he was going to ace this fucking thing. God <laughs> damn it! If that fucking pencil point didn't break and he didn't have a backup, yeah, it was like instead mm. the Green Bay Packers are like, whew. <laughs> that guy. I only have a, I only have a number three pencil. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Sorry you fail. Uh, no, I mean, I personally think he will be back next year. He's under contract. Uh, yeah, Achilles tears aren't, while they are severe, they aren't the like, hey, you're not putting weight on it uh, in a year like it was, you know, 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. They've gotten pretty good with uh, you being somewhat active within like six to eight months. Now, NFL quarterback, six to eight months, ooh, still some gray area. I foresee him back next year. I just would have preferred him. Honestly, to play this year and be shitty. <laughs> I didn't want to see him get hurt. I just wanted to see him play and just be fucking mediocre. Yeah, and have the media yeah. like, what's going on with Aaron Rodgers? Stephen A. Like, I, I don't know. It's blasphemous. It's crazy. It's unbelievable. It's stupendously crazy and unbelievable. Yeah, <laughs> exactly Stephen right. A. Yeah. That was him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, and oh, did you see too? There was a bar in Green. I Bay. I like Stephen A. Smith, by the way. Just, just so you know, there, there was, was a bar in Green Bay. Bar in Green Bay that uh, you're didn't have to pay your bar tab if the Jets lost. Oh wow! And everybody was just racking after Aaron Rodgers went down again after <laughs> the fourth racking. snap yeah. in the first quarter. We're just yeah. like, fuck it, it's on the house, baby, and just started guzzling. And then it, there was, like, a reporter there in the fourth quarter, and everybody's, like, on their phones, like, trying to calculate how much their <laughs> mortgage they're going to have to fucking like, fork over. That, actually, that's, uh, Sarah was down for a company event in Atlanta when Atlanta played New England in the Super Bowl, and they didn't have to come in the next day if, if the uh, Falcons won the Super Bowl. So at halftime, everyone's just getting fucking shit-housed. <laughs> 28-3, baby, here we come. And, yeah, Brady performed the, the comeback of all comebacks. Maybe oh. that's what the Jets need, man. What do you think, Murr? Uh, well, I saw, like, again, the meat, the internet is undefeated, and I was on TikTok, and it was like, I don't know what movie this is from or commercial that he's done that this is from, but it's like uh, Tom, Brady to, <laughs> Tom, Tom Brady Tuesday morning, and it's like him sitting at, like, a, uh, a conference table and just kind of looks back and is like, because <laughs> he wanted to come to the Jets at one point. Like, if he couldn't play, and then Aaron Rodgers went to the Jets, and it was like, all right, I'm retired. And, ah, man, like, what is Brady doing? I thought he was, like, supposed to be, like, a, a commentator or something. Fucking Hertz commercials. Yeah. I, but I thought he straight. got, like, a. I thought one of the big networks gave him a shit ton of money. Yeah, I don't think that starts on, like, 25. Or I don't think it was supposed to, because I guess he had planned on playing. So well, I, don't, I don't know what happens with that, but yeah. Well, recently divorced, no commitments. I'm just saying, if I'm the New York Jets, I'd be calling up old Tommy Boy and be like, "How much do we have to pay you?" <laughs> you know, they don't think they'll call up Joe Flacco. Yeah, they, that's 
That's a bad idea. Poor <laughs> stick, with Will, stick with that backup, Wilson. I, yeah, I know. He's <laughs> supposed to be your future anyway. You might as well bury him now. <laughs> but let's get to it. Five fun facts for you fuckers on a Friday. Your mental floss. Amazing facts. Did you know Pittsburgh is the only U.S. city where all of its major sports teams wear the same colors, black and gold. The colors are ultimately based on the coat of arms of the city's namesake, William Pitt. Uh, I did know that. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. I, 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 I never I really thought about it. And then once I read the fact, I was like, okay, let's see. The Pittsburgh Penguins, okay. The Pittsburgh Steelers, okay. The Pittsburgh Pirates, holy shit. That is a great concept. I'll, I hate to say this, but well done, Pittsburgh. Congratulations. Yeah. I didn't know it was William Pitt, but I do know it was. I did know it was a coat of arms from. Uh, uh, did, was he a settler, or was he a, like an original mayor, or was I, did was he was he someone with a lot of money who was like, "Yep, this is mine, right here." I probably all this. probably all of the above in some capacity. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but they owned a lot of land, obviously, and then and here we are. But that's a great concept. I mean, I'd love for all of Baltimore's colors just to be orange and black. I mean, I would. Orioles are the oldest team in town right now, so I'm well. We got two teams anyway, major sports yeah. teams. So I kind of mm. like the purple, though. I'm not gonna lie. I do it, you know what though? It, it, especially football teams. It, for some reason, in my mind, like if they're playing well, if they play well, like it's like, damn, that is sharp. But man, when they play bad, like that purple and, and black, purple, just, yeah, it it's so gloomy, and it's just like sort of Vikings. You're like, it's like, ugh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know what? Like orange and black, that always just seems to, I don't know, it just pops all I feel the time. Like there isn't a lot of orange and black around either. Yeah. You're right. 49ers, the Browns. Orange and black. The 49ers are red. The 49ers are red. Are you oh, not, sorry, not the 49ers. Uh, uh, Giants. <laughs> Giants. San Francisco. Oh, San Francisco. Oh, 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 okay. I was, like... I was naming all sports teams. Yeah. Okay. That's gotcha. Fair. That's fair. Okay. Bengals. Bengals. But it's different. Yeah. It's a different shade. Yeah, different shape. Bengals is fine. Browns is fucking orange weird. and fucking brown. Let's, no. I mean, I do respect the Browns for just being completely weird and anomalous. Like, it's just like, uh, you're the Browns and you wear orange helmets. Got and it. And you guys are, your mascot's dogs. Mm-hmm. It's not really, it doesn't really math, but good job, Cleveland. Yeah, and thank you guys. For, you know the sports nut I am that I wasn't able. I, yes, I did say the 49ers, but then you thought I doubled down on the, the, the New York Giants. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm the Giants. What? New York baseball Giants. Uh, <laughs> did you know Michelangelo reportedly hated the task of painting the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel so much that he wrote a poem about it, which included lines. Now, again, this is not the poem. These are... These are just simply lines from the poem, which I wish they just included the whole fucking poem. But, quote, my haunches are grinding into my guts. My poor ass strains to work as counterweight. Every gesture I make is blind and aimless. My skin hangs loose below me. My spine's all knotted from folding itself over. I mean, I want to hear the poem. I don't want to hear just the, the bitchy lines. But yeah, I barely didn't have a lot of fun know, that doing that. That sounds like a dark-ass poem. Mm. I know. It sounds like uh, someone who had to do manual labor, who didn't like yeah. to have to do manual say, labor. It, sound, it sounded like an artist had to do manual labor <laughs> to get his art done. And get paid. <laughs> and he was like, fuck this. 
I'm going to put a bunch of dicks up here. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to put I'm going to put some homoerotic shit on top of the fucking most holy site in all the goddamn lands. That's put what a lot I'm of do. put a lot of holes up in this holy place. <laughs> yeah, no, man, I mean I do, <clears throat> I've 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 been on uh I've been on job sites, uh, uh, places where like that we did um, uh, house framing and things like that. I they weren't saying, "Oh my my back's in knots, my motherfucking back hurts." Same thing. Five hundred years later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was suspended from like a plank, like upside down, almost painting one of the most magnificent works of art that's ever existed in all human history. It just you know you would think he was doing it out of like 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 the the glory to God and the love of the you know, the love of the craft, but no labor of like, love. Yeah, yeah, but no, it's like I'm getting a, I'm getting a five thousand gold shekels out of this. Oh, I'm gonna finish it. Yep, son of a bitch. Yeah, and then he went on to uh, fight crime and eat pizza. That's right. <laughs> Thank you. The sewers of New York. <laughs> Did you know? In February 2008, Amy Winehouse, who was born on this day, tomorrow. September the 14th, became the first British female artist to win five Grammys at one ceremony. Her wins included Record of the Year and Song of the Year, both for Rehab, plus Best New Artist, and her record stood until 2012 when Adele came along and just snacked it all up. So wait, she was the first person or first Brit? First Brit. Damn. I had to wonder, with all the music and all the good shit that's come out of, come out of Britain... Like, if some of these categories, all of these categories didn't exist until a certain point. You know what I mean? I and how, British, how old are the Grammys? But well, the British you know kept I mean? their women in the kitchen a little longer than we did. Yeah. I get that, but, like, it was the best new artist, right? Yeah. Well, one of I mean, them I, was best new artist. Um, let's see. Let's see. Uh, female artists, five Grammys, including record of the year, song mm-hmm. of the year, best new artist. So that's three of the, three of the five. And yeah, that was her first so, album. I mean, I guess if you could have translated that into like best male artist and best, you know, if you could have done the the gender equality version of it, you know. Yeah, but a lot of times a, a record will just win like record of the year. But she had like the best new artist also helped her out. But think yeah. about that: like your first roll through. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna put out this record, <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and it fucking like basically sweeps the whole fucking category. Yeah. Yeah. Impressive, 2008, and she's no longer with us. God, God bless you. You pointed the wrong way. There you go. She probably said, my back's in knots making this goddamn album. <laughs> I thought she was taking all the heroin. <laughs> Did you know the average person loses between 50 and 100 hairs per day? I... I didn't know the number, but that makes sense. I knew that I didn't know the number, but I did know like if you were to there's something about if you were to combine how much your hair on average how much your hair grows, if you were to put it together, it's like forty yards. Like a day? A year? Yeah. A day. So if you took like each individual oh, hair and each said, individual oh. hair, how long that grows in a single day, it's about forty yards. Okay. Well not I mean, you know. So just for inflation here, <laughs> me, not, me not so much. But yeah, like the, my problem is like, yeah, I'm. Maria was like the other day. She's like, I, you know, it's like, 
you know, maybe you want to grow it out a little bit. I'm like, I can't. It's not. It's not a thing. It's like, I yes, I maybe I do want to, but <laughs> I'm genetically incapable at this point. And so I, I like just to prove the point. I tried it. I tried it for like two weeks, and then I just like finally at one point I just came up to her on the couch. I was like, you see, you see, this. This is why. This is why I shave it. Because it's like she's giving me shit for shaving my head. And I'm like, I like it like that. Like, why don't you try growing it? Okay. I'll try. You want to be seen with me in public now? Huh? Do you? Do you? <laughs> but I lose a 50 to 100 a day. I know. I just don't grow any more back. I'm like, you fuckers. <laughs> and finally, did you know, before earning a living as a writer, Octavia E. Butler once worked as a potato chip inspector? Nope. What the? Didn't know that. Don't, and I sure as hell don't know what that, that job is. Well, <laughs> like, I mean, I've seen uh, how it's made uh, once or twice in my day. And, uh, yeah, if there's, like a, if there's like, a, like a black spot on there, you know, like maybe there was an eye, like, at the edge of the potato where it was cut, they got fl- to flick it away. Uh, if it um, got a little too crisp, got to flick it away. Got one of those big-ass bubbles in the middle, like every now and again you get, and they're delightful mm-hmm. and delicious and light and airy and crispy. Boop, you're supposed to flick it away. It's too tiny, flick it away. Now they've got computers to do that shit. Hmm. Well, I mean, for good reason, you know. Are you going to inspire an author any other way? And they're flicking potato chips, getting your, your you know, getting struck by uh, by a muse arrow while flicking potatoes. I, you know what? That that sounds like a fine job. I I would be okay with sitting in a, God, the wonderfully smelling like just like grease filled fucking potato factory. Just you know. What are you doing all day? Just flicking fucking... You stand in one spot. You flick a, you flick a potato chips. It's probably union, you know? You probably yeah. get a good union pension, yeah. you know? PTO. Yeah. Good good, good, uh, good benefits. Just don't all miss, the good man. stuff. Just don't yeah. miss. That's it. And you, you, and you, pr- you probably get to uh, reap some of the benefits. They probably don't give you, you know, a bag of the, uh, the, the ones you flicked away. They probably give you a nice fresh yeah, bag of fresh chips bag. to take home. <laughs> I want to see a bag of just just the rejects. I'd love to see that. <laughs> Only in the of... Banana Republic. <laughs> That's right. Just a mangled bag of just fucked up like this. The, the, chips. You know what? There's another business idea. We call we just call them the rejects, and we sell them. Some mm. of them might be like extra thick. <laughs> like, <fucking> oh. <laughs> All the ones with the green parts. Yeah, the knives stalled out, didn't go all the way through. It's a half a potato. <laughs> and that, I will friend, say, God. Is your fun fact Friday. I will say, uh, plantain chips are fucking good. I've had a few of those uh, recently. Yeah, but plantains aren't good, which is weird. Are you're fucking nuts? Okay, then. Okay, all right, all right. Maybe I am fucking nuts, Alan. But how do you prepare a plantain then? Because I try. I got up some plantains one time, and I was like, "What the fuck are you supposed to do with this? This is a tasteless fucking banana." So peanut oil, and you deep fry them. So you put salt it, on them. It depends on how you want to. Like, do you want sweet, or do you want yes. like a little bit more savory? All right. So sweet. The way that I would do them is like I would cut them like. Like in forty-five degree angle, like just slices, mm-hmm. like I don't know how else to describe that. But forty-five yeah, degree like angle, tips. yeah, 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 uh, slices, and then just lay them in in oil and fry, pan fry them, and they'll they'll start to get brown up, and the, you if you go a little longer, they'll crisp on the outside. But I wouldn't. I kind of like them to stay soft, and they're literally just cooked bananas. They're super sweet, and fucking you get a little of that like. 
like brown crunch to it and it adds to the fucking like flavor contrast. That shit's banging. Or you could cut them at 90 degrees like like chips almost, but not like chip thickness to give, give it a little thicker and fucking you can uh salt those bad boys and oil them and fucking just like take a take like a butter knife or something and just smash them and throw them in the oven and roast them and they come out like fucking almost like chips. And they're fucking delicious. They're soft and tender inside, but crunchy on the outside. A little, little more salt on the top, okay. and they're, that's a little bit more savory if you're looking for that. But yeah, plantains are delicious. Okay, I'll plantain chips are misleading as a matter. I would say they're not. I enjoy them, but I, I have to. You ever get to Aberdeen that often? There's one. There's a Peruvian chicken joint in Aberdeen. Okay, why? What do they they, they put the plantains? Peruvian chicken joints are, 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 are usually have sweet plantains. And... Sweet plantains as a side. All right. Well, I think the middle class holes is going to have to take like a foodie adventure sometime because like I need to expand my horizons. Yeah, we can do that. Get you the green sauce. Woo wee! Yeah. I might hit up a Peruvian chicken joint this week. I might actually. Uh, do that. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. But, but you, uh, you're ordering for me because I ain't going up there like ah, <laughs> like the green sauce, I guess with a. Side of, I fucking hate tuna, but let's just do tuna. <laughs> now we're gonna get you a corner of dark. Uh, we're gonna get you some plantains, and then the other yeah. side, I don't care. Green beans, white yeah. rice, white doesn't matter. Rice, beans, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So tonight on you before you go. Speaking of dark meat. <laughs> oh, Jesus, this is, this is a fucking start. Um. <laughs> uh, a, uh, but I, I I I still don't know too much about it. I didn't get a chance to read about it too much. But I got the highlights via word of mouth while I was at the wedding this weekend. Uh, Prince George's County cop. For those of you who don't know where Prince George's County is, it's a county that sits just outside of D.C. Uh, to the east, a little bit to the south, and in, in certain parts, huge uh, suburban area, millions and millions of people. But a state uh, for Prince George's, I think it's a county officer. Uh, <coughs> God. Got his gotten deep doo doo because of his PP. All right, so someone, someone's taking a video, and presumably he's about to detain someone. Then all of a sudden, he is groping her rear end and making out with her, and it gets way too hot and heavy. He decides, hey, we need to take this. We need to transport this to the back of my police cruiser, and then a little <laughs> takes place. Uh, the man was married. He's been on paid or unpaid leave. I don't know, but. Uh, Sarah had something to say about this and she said, uh, cause she, she was a personal trainer uh, in Laurel. And for those of you who don't know, Laurel goes over four counties in Maryland, mm-hmm. Howard and Arundel, PG and uh, Montgomery. They're like, where, where, where they meet. She said, Oh God, nearly every cop that came into that gym had a side piece was married and had a, had, had a, had a fling, had someone that they, they bragged about, uh, uh, having sex with on the side but this this is uh this was i don't know i wouldn't say gross it wasn't gross i mean it just wildly inappropriate for a man to be dressed up unless you were doing some fucking village person type thing i just honestly i'm actually i'm i'm not impressed with him i'm impressed with her i like whatever like sweet nothings she whispered into his walkie i'm like hmm like, I mean, how many times do they get offered, like, something like that? You know what I mean? Was like, he so, detaining her? I, I don't know. There was, I think the video I saw, he's, like, he's behind her, and then all of a sudden he spins her around, and then, like, all of a sudden she says something, and it's like he turns her around again, and then he grabs the door handle, 
And it's almost like it's like, man, time to make sweet love to my lady. Like he like this is like like nonchalant about it. Just let's go do it. Let's get let's go to town. I've seen right. look, man. I've seen videos of like delivery drivers, like you know, like Amazon, UPS, FedEx, the like, and it's just like they hit the roll up door. Fifteen minutes later, that roll up door comes back open. Somebody <laughs> adjusting their clothes comes out the back, and the truck drives away. And yeah. Alan is our uh, our uh, sex scandal correspondent. So, I mean, <laughs> political and or uh, we could we could. Do we call this politics or, or law law enforcement sex correspondent? Nah, I mean, yeah, I would say my law enforcement sexual scandals correspondent fits the bill here. Uh, many hats I wear uh, here for the middle class holes, uh, but yeah, I, I think what you have here is a classic case of slam piece. You know, he 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 works. He works. Look, PG County is one of the richest counties in the country, as a matter of fact. But it also has some notoriously seedy areas about it. And this guy is probably policing some seedy areas, and he found himself a little hood thought. And he was like, girl, I will not arrest you for doing fucking some random thing that you're doing. Why don't we smash in the back of my car from time to time at this park? And she was like, you know what? You ain't bad looking beefy fucking white cop. Let's do this. <laughs> and fucking here we are. We've got multiple videos on a phone of this guy fucking smashing a beautiful black queen in the back of his PG County fucking cruiser. <laughs> and now he's definitely getting paid because they don't ever knock it an unpaid leave. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> hey, man. Well, he's going to have to pay someone because he's married. So well, yeah. Let's keep that in mind. He'll deal with that later. We've had a lot of issues with officers and the way that they've conducted themselves with the citizens of this country. Uh, yeah, all we ever hear is, like, spread the love. And what's this cop, cop do? He finds someone. He was just spreading the love, man. It was a, it was a community outreach program, right? I feel like it's, mm. a, it's, a, it's a pilot program. It's in its infancy. But, you know, let's just see how it works out. I mean, if you're banging everybody on the street, gonna be kind of hard like to you know you know maybe not get in their face and yell at them anymore like look man we, we, we got a thing can you just not hit up that liquor store this weekend you know like it might work well you i think you're giving this guy way too much credit you're, t- you're c- kind of tiptoeing in this being love making i don't think there was any love making going on in the back of the police cruiser i think that was i think alan that there is smash piece so let's just call it Spreading the smash, which is fine. If you want to substitute smash with spread the, I don't know. like I'm saying, the odds Sexism. are. I'm saying the odds are high that like the first time they got into that back seat, he looked at her. He said, "I ain't never did it with a black girl," and you know what I mean. And she was like, "You stupid idiot!" And then sucked his <laughs> dick off. You know what I mean? Like that. Like the odds are high that happened. Uh, and uh. Look, sometimes you get you get a little crazy. My man has tons of time on his hands. He's driving around in a car, unfucking supervised, and he found himself a little a little chocolate piece and decided to break himself off a piece of that Kit Kat in the back of his cruiser. <laughs> it's, it's what it I is. know. I know your nasty ass just wanted some head anyway. Exactly. That's it. <laughs> America. Cops. <laughs> yeah. 
Here, here we are, breaking it down one by one. Well, good luck, man. We'll have to follow up, I guess. Well, I don't know, maybe you and... Whether or not you keep your job. Which I, well, yeah. I, I guess at the, end of, at the end of the day, like, I mean, do you really think this is like a, like, like a lone gunman situation here? Do you think this is like... Or is he just the guy who happened to get caught? Everybody's, oh, got, got, everybody's got phones in their hands now. I bet this shit happens all the time. All yeah. the time. I'm not saying it's right. But I'm just saying, this guy's... Probably not the first time he's done this. Maybe it's the last time, but I guarantee, like every other cop in the fucking precinct's like, "Oh shit, okay, all right, gotta be, gotta make sure we go behind the Seven Eleven this time." No, yeah. I guarantee you, every other cop was like, "In your cruiser, you fucking idiot!" Like, come on, like, like, I feel like you got, you got to be better than that. You got, you're a cop. You got resources, man. Like. You can fucking just go into a building and get it yeah. done, and nobody's gonna ask questions. Like, yeah, no, it's just this is just amateur hour, in my opinion. Get out, get out of PG. Go to Hartford, Connecticut. They got plenty of vacant buildings in the downtown area. Yeah, where no, you nobody can just, even notice. No one would know. No one would know. Oh, uh, <clears throat> this week on uh, listener comments, we got some good ones. And actually, I'm gonna ask for your opinion on this. I asked Alan. Uh, this pre-show Mirths before you jumped on because we got a bunch on the uh, Marissa Tomei video that we posted on TikTok and I think I want to save those for last week because we have five good ones and that that one produced a lot of a lot of good ones a lot of ones that called you an idiot Mur which are always <laughs> always solid. <clears throat> Uh, this is coming from, uh, did I J B O L or simply L O L blickety blow a, a longtime listener and writer and says, uh, my own elder millennial hunch is I don't see I J B O L sticking. Every generation comes with the, comes up with a bunch of crap, but only a few good ones stick like LOL. Uh, my elder millennial hunch. Uh, oh, wait a minute. I, I, sorry. I copy and pasted that twice. Um, uh, because he did go on to say, damn it. That's what I missed. He said he liked Steez, um, Riz, and a few others. I, I, so I did not add that. Riz I just hit, good, I hit, uh, I hit copy paste twice. But yeah, Riz is nice. Um, what, what's Riz? See. It's uh, short for charisma. Oh. Yeah, crutching on my Riz. You, yeah. you, fucking, you got, you got, you got some Riz. Yeah, don't don't do that thing like where you're like you you know this. Like no, I don't. I wouldn't ask if I did. I feel like you said it once to me. You're like, you don't know what that means. No. Okay. I feel like it anyway. did come up in conversation during a bit, but probably not. I, well, I'm here. I'm really good. well. Okay. In con, if if you throw something at me in context, I can usually decipher what it is. But like, just if you just say Riz, well, I have no fucking clue what that means. <laughs> I said it like that. Riz. Um, wear only shirts and pants. Uh, Instagram Noah's Rad writes in, you know that's the beginning of a porno. Pretty sure it's called Special Delivery. Yes, I know. I'm aware. Thank you. Everyone <laughs> at work gave me that one. Yeah, this is where the guy answered the door and only a t-shirt. Only a t-shirt. <laughs> hey, you're not a Prince George's County police officer, are you? Uh, <laughs> Today I is. Am. Is Chuck E. Cheese a predator? Uh, NCFC fan 1977 writes in, uh, I saw that trash pizza in a freezer section at Giant. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good on Chuck E. Cheese, man. Look, look. Chuck E. Cheese is just an old school fucking gangster rat that's just trying to make a buck, man. And if you can franchise out to the frozen freezer section of your local grocery store, more power to them. Well, we, talked about, we talked about how they... They fucking covertly renamed their pizza on like 
DoorDash and Uber Eats during the fucking pandemic. They were like, yeah, yeah. order this pizza that you unsuspectingly are about to order char- Chuck E. Cheese pizza. <laughs> Sabatinos some, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, it was, it something... was something fucking, yeah, it was something like co- comedically Italian, like Pappardelli's. And it's like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> why? <laughs> did, it, did you guys watch that video I sent you that, that my, my, my eight-year-old found on, uh, on YouTube of the original Chuck E. Cheese animatronics? Mm. Yeah. He's smoking a cigar, and it's like, hey, what? And then somebody says something like, hey, I didn't get a present. That's because it's not your birthday, nitwit. (laughs) He's just a total (laughs) asshole. And I had to answer so many questions about, like, why is Chucky being mean? I was like, well, he was originally just a a rat from New Jersey. And that's how they used to talk. A rat from New Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wife beater, wife pleaser on Instagram. Joe Pierce official writes in. Uh, they're vests, but more importantly, fuck the people who think they can just rename shit because it might upset someone. A little bit of a run-on sentence, and he does throw on an emoji at the end, but uh, yeah, I appreciate it either way. Yeah. Did he say they're vests? They're, they are, they're vests. They're not vests. They're not vests. Man, there's no zipper. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. I get what, I kind of get what he's saying. I mean, it's good. I mean, they're that... sleeveless? A vest doesn't have sleeves or a collar, so I mean, technically, it's just a pullover vest, I guess. I just, I, I still stand by. They're just nipple covers. That's all they are. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe to give you know people who have nice shoulders and forearms and things like that, a you know, good look, you know. Good, yeah. Good, good, nice, like strong look. No. No. <laughs> not, no, not your cup of tea. The guys I've seen wear those out. Uh, yeah, they, they, they don't have any of that. Right, right. Uh, lastly, coming in early 20 list on Instagram, uh, Stubert29 writes in like a true Frostburg graduate. And Alan, that's in response to you saying, in my, in my early 20s, this is I was looking for uh, where, where I could find the best uh, deals for happy hours. And I could get fucked up on the least amount of money. Mm-hmm. Like a true Frostburg grad. Thank you all for, uh, <clears throat> for writing in. We'll get to the Marissa Tomei stuff next week as long as any uh, – or, or as long as anyone else who uh, – who sends well, g- in? Give me, give me one. Give me one. I gotta hear one of these comments. Okay. Give me. Yeah, they sound, they sound juicy. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. I thought I was just simply being like kind to Marissa Tomei's like general physical form. It had nothing to do you were with probably being a little creepy. That. Oh, yeah. Fuck it. We'll. All right. We're sacrificing next week's comments. Okay, we'll make more. It's we'll find fine. more. Yeah. Okay. Someone writes in, uh, Zero Edge Guy writes in, 100% creepy. So there's that. Uh, <laughs> Why? Because I said that Marissa Tomei should have been showing off these like sweet nipples like for decades so that we could all enjoy them. I, mean, what, what's I wrong? suppose. How or maybe it? it was me. Maybe it was me saying that we could have seen a love scene with Joe Pesci and my cousin Vinny. Okay. That yeah, might that be creepy, creepy as well. Yeah, that's that that pretty fucking creepy. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> maybe it was towards me, not you. Um, uh, Venom one one zero eight nine zero writes in. I think she's hotter now than she was then. Personally, I agree. No, I agree. I no, I don't agree right now. Yeah. But maybe like yeah. ten years ago. I would even go, yeah. I would even go as far as to like five years ago. But uh, yeah. she definitely hit a wall in the last like couple years. That that sounds fucking ignorant. Yeah. That wall. <laughs> yeah. Well, that wall is called sixty. So I mean. Yeah. Yes, no. I know. Right. I know. I know. That's why I was like immediately. I was like, oh god, that sounds awful. But yeah, she, age is catching up to her a little bit. Well, she's there's a. Uh, 
there's a TikTok where like they they show these celebrities from the time we first met them on screen till now, and it's I don't know, it's got this real shitty music. And you keep and they they keep age progressing them, and yet she's one of the ones where like she her she hit her like the beginning of her peak at like forty two, and you know so yeah the last twenty years has been her golden years. There is a there's a scene from a movie about ten years ago where she's getting it from Philip Seymour Hoffman from the back, and it's poor thing. That I know, right? She looks great, but then you get to see Philip Seymour Hoffman's ass too. So, uh. Chris, just simply Chris on TikTok. So damn. So it's the first fucking the, Chris. Yeah, the OG uh, Chris. The OG Chris. Uh, she definitely did take her top off before forty. Laugh my ass off. L M A O. See that'll stick uh, as around put your it. fucking ears. And then Venom, who write in, I think she looks better now than she thinks yeah. she's better now. Personally, co- replied to his comment and said, "Right? Question mark. L O L. Who's the creep?" these guys so so there you go there you go Uh, successful week in social media comments alan tell all the people who know uh the the nudography of marissa tomei where you can find the middle classes uh you can find marissa tomei's nudography on mrskin.com we are not (laughs) sponsored by them at all but mr skin i'm staring at marissa tomei's tits right now and you could too if you go to mrskin.com but (laughs) more importantly if you want to listen to us be fucking weirdos about 60 year old women Check us out on all your favorite social media platforms. We're at MDL Classholes on Instagram and Twitter. We're the Middle Classholes on Facebook and TikTok and something else, YouTube. That's it. And for your listening pleasures, please check us out on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. That's right. Beautiful. Well, uh, hey, well, thank you. Good to have you back. Good to have you back and forth. I'm glad. uh, I'm really glad that you had a person on the show that used the line, that's white people shit while I was gone. <laughs> well, we left him. We left him no choices. We had a, yeah. we had a goddamn bit about a, a woman who had a five foot five inch fucking uh, 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 mullet. So, yeah, it's white people shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we'll have another guest on next week. Adam uh, from asking for a friend will be on. Uh, it'll be nice, man. <sighs> it just sucks. Summer's going away. Fall's coming around. That's mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, by the way, how was the first day of school, Murr? Just just kick him out of the house and say, fuck you, enjoy fifth grade? Nope. Fourth? Nope. Sixth? Third, son of a bitch. Okay. <laughs> Third grade. Sorry, man. I thought he was, I, I thought look, he was at this point, grade. like, no, look, he's he's in school. All right. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah, kindergarten, that was one thing. Like, oh, this is the first day of school ever. Yay. Um, you know, but now it's just it's old hat, man. And I had to work. I wouldn't take off work to send him to third grade, whatever. I think we got two pictures, him and him and mom and him and grandpa. That's it. That's it. Nothing else. No chalkboard. No fucking like, I'm, this is the first day of this, last day of this. No, we're not doing that shit. It's fucking like, this is what you do now. This is work. Go do it. Join your keep. <laughs> You're lucky you got summer off. Yeah. Oh. Well, I guess we'll talk to you next week. That's yeah. all I got to say. Have a good one. We can show you guys some tits. Hold on. Yeah. Well, you can't can't, can't record it. I guess you can't record it, I guess. You know what I feel awkward is my friend shows me tits from another uh, website on the internet. I don't know. Let's get this awkward feeling. It's like asking for directions. I'm okay with it. I'm (laughs) sorry.